Uh, I see that, and uh, let's go up one more. Uh, that's two dollars. Yeah, two dollars. Oh, why not? And uh, another one for good luck. It's it's your money. I'm in. Excuse me. Uh, I don't have this on my list. What beats a royal flush? Well, then I'll just have to get one of those. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to AOOA. The Who's the Boss podcast. I'm Tori. I'm Kevin. <laughs> and we are here to rewatch and discuss every single episode of Who's the Boss. And so far, we're doing it. We are. We are. Right? I mean, we're we're well. We're episode 18 into season two. Yeah, that's great. I know. I think we've done like 27 episodes. Wow. Out of 100. That's crazy. I need to go back and listen to the pilot. No, no, it's because so... you keep saying it's. That's why we don't get any more people. They listen to that pilot now. They, they leave. I know everyone listens. Everybody's like, "Hey, man, you should listen to this podcast." And they start listen with to the episode pilot. five. Just start with episode five. And they're like, "Oh my god, these two. So I don't have any news, but I did want to share something that I discovered this week, which is that mm. there are three top writing teams. Just, just sorry, kick my that microphone, microphone just, across I'm the sorry. table. There are three top writing teams on this show. Okay. And they are Ken, I mean, sorry. Yeah, Ken Cinnamon, Karen Wengrod, <laughs> and who is who wrote tonight's episode. They are Prudence Frazier and Robert Sternin, and then Bill, Stelkein, Bill Steinkellner and Sherry Steinkellner, who wrote under the last name Eichen when she was on Who's the Boss. Hmm. I realize that all three of them are married couples. Oh. Yes. Yeah, so oh, that's interesting. I thought that was very interesting. And they're the only people who wrote for the show? No, no. Oh. There are other writers that come in and out, but I would say the three top, like most of the episodes, I'm so happy you can hear the dog eating in the background. <laughs> this dog. Um, you know, besides uh, Martin and Blake also, mm. who step in and write some, um, yeah, I would say that they write the bulk of the episodes. Oh, okay. And Bill and Sherry are also story editors on most of the episodes. But I thought it was interesting that it's three married couples. So it's cool because, one, you know, we still know that there aren't enough women in writing rooms. There are more women in writing rooms. But on this show, which was already quite progressive, it's nice to see that there were three married couples, you know, obviously... In these couples, one of them and each one was a woman. Yeah. <laughs> and I also just think that that's nice for them to write, you know, the relationship. And also, I really would love to sit them down and ask them, like, who wanted Tony and Angela at, together earlier? What kind of discussions were going on in the writing room about how long to drag this out? And, like, I would just love to know, like, some of the back and forth that these couples had. Maybe and someday they'll be on. Maybe, right? I think I could probably find a couple on <clears throat> on Facebook. I might try to reach out or at least send some questions to see if they'd be interested in asking. And yeah, be like, any of them. you know, 180 people listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Do you want us to get to you and 
We're at like a thousand. But or? they just might do it for the nostalgia of it. No, I know. I, I mean, know, they're know. probably very busy. Because the writing people who do stuff. listen are, are very are sorry into it. Yeah, so. definitely. That would be cool. Yeah, It'd be awesome. If anybody knows any of the writers, yeah, let's know. Well, let's know. yeah, or I'll just find them on Facebook. Okay. Or that too. So tonight's episode is season two, episode 18. The episode is titled When Worlds Collide. It first aired on February 18th, 1986. And the TV Guide summary says, Tony's marathon poker game threatens to ruin Angela's brunch with her college friend. Ooh. It was written by one of the married couples, Karen Wengrod and Ken Cinnamon. Now, I'm what all cool for... Name. Ken Cinnamon. I'm all for people... Um, you know, not changing their name when they get married. But Cinnamon is a pretty badass last name. I think I would That's have... That's what I'm saying. If I had married Ken Cinnamon, I think <clears throat> I would have had to become Tori Cinnamon, which sounds even more like a porn star <laughs> right, than Tori already sounds. Or a stripper. <laughs> now, coming to the stage, Tori Cinnamon. So when tonight's episode opens, Tony is on the phone with Philly Fingers. Of course. And we find out that Philly's wife has just thrown him out. <laughs> Philly's wife. And Angela and Samantha are also in the kitchen while he's on the phone. And she's like, oh, no, why? And he says, well, he came home late from a party. And she's like, that sounds like irrational. It doesn't sound fair. Right, right yeah. And he's like, well, it was a New Year's party from 1984. <laughs> <laughs> it's now 1986. All right. Philly Fingers has been gone for two years. Yeah. So then Samantha says, well, how about Joey? And the Joey she's talking about is Joey Rossini. And he's like, oh, his wife just had a baby. So that's good continuity. Or it's not. I can't tell. Because oh. the wife that would have just had a baby is Teresa, who we met in Thanksgiving at the Rossini's. But she looked like she was about nine and a half months pregnant yeah. during Thanksgiving at the Rossini's. So either they're making a joke that she's already had another baby or... The baby's like three months old, and they're well, just saying that she just had a baby. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The baby's a little yeah, older. Like just newborn. had a baby, but not really. Right, right. Still newborn, a couple yeah. months. So we'll go with good continuity. That was yeah, cute. I'll take it. Then Samantha says, well, what about Pee Wee? And he says he's just had his rugs cleaned. <laughs> I didn't even know Pee Wee had rugs. <laughs> What is that? What what was happening here? Yeah, I don't know. I think that they had to set that up just so they could have the joke. That's the joke come later. Up later. Yep. Yep. You're probably right. So um, then Angela's like, "Well, did I miss something? What is happening here?" And Sam's like, "Well, Dad's trying to find a place for his monthly poker game, and no one, no one's available, so they're not going to be able to do it." So Angela says, "I have a wonderful idea," mm. and she gets up and she takes the phone from Tony and says. Hello, Mr. Fingers. I know, that's fantastic. <laughs> so cute. Mr. Fingers, like she believes his last name's really Fingers. <laughs> Philly Fingers. It's not because he steals things. <laughs> his name is really Fingers. So she invites Philly and all the guys to her house. Philly, Philly, Pee Wee, and Eddie. Right, on Saturday for a party. And Joey, I'm sorry, and Joey. Right, right, and Joey. So Tony's not so sure about this at first. He's like, I don't know. I mean, these guys are real rough around the edges. Sam's like, they're disgusting. <laughs> I know, it's pretty funny. And she's insists, no, like, I really want to meet your friends, you know, and I'd be happy to have them here. So he's like, all right, let's do it. I'll tell Pee Wee to get dressed. And she <laughs> says, no, no, let's keep it informal. Because you know, you know that Angela would come downstairs that night in like some sort of sequin gown on... 
Right. If it wasn't going to be kept informal. Right. Right. You're exactly right. <laughs> just just like when they stay at home for dinner and she still dresses like she's going to Shay Renee. Right. So, Shay Renee. <laughs> call back to last episode. Yeah. Um, so Tony's like, no, no, Pee Wee likes to play in just his underwear. <laughs> so she says, yes. Okay. A shirt. A shirt would be good. And Sam's like, I mean, you haven't even seen this guy's shirt. <laughs> Why is he playing so, in just underwear? I don't. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Time out. Yeah. Wait, he, um, he might, oh, you haven't seen his shirt, which is actually kind of um, foreshadowing. Oh, that is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So then Angela looks down. She picks up a piece of mail that she didn't notice was sitting there until just then and then goes, in the most obnoxious way ever. I know. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Angela always gets that squeal whenever there's some sort of like college or old friend coming to visit. I know. So she's, Who does that? Nobody. I don't know. Anyone eee. I know. No. Um, so she says that she it's a letter from her very best friend. Then mm-hmm. she opens the letter. Oh, her very best friend from grad school. She opens the letter. I haven't seen her in years. She reads it. Oh, she's coming Saturday for dinner. So Which, I know again with the show and the people just showing up out of nowhere. I that's exactly my notes again with someone just showing up. I no mean, phone call. I know. Yeah. Oh, I'll be, I'll be there Saturday. Cool. See you then. Right. Like, whoa, whoa. You're from California. I know. Like, first of all, this isn't like the 1700s where you had to send mail. Like, why no. couldn't this woman call her and say, like, I'm planning to come into town. Do you want to get together? She sends a letter that just says, I'm coming Saturday for dinner. Yeah. So and it's I mean what do you think it is Wednesday yeah, Thursday Yeah I'm thinking it's like yeah at the most <laughs> Monday it can't be before the Saturday cuz they're just referencing it as Saturday so right. it's within a week So it's legit that Saturday Right So she's squealing again and then Tony's like ee that's my <laughs> poker party night and she says oh no what are you going to do Yeah she's all like tough shit <laughs> <laughs> no. After she just invited Mr. <laughs> right. Fingers over and all his friends right. she's like no too bad it's so mean. It is. It's really I didn't understand. It's a shitty that. move on Angela's part. So yeah, he's like, well, she's like, oh no, what are you gonna do? And he's like, what am I gonna do? She's like, yeah, they're your friends. And he says, you just invited them. So she, you know, says, well, I would love to have them, but not with Emily. She's so reserved and conservative. She's not the free spirit that I am. <laughs> When I think of right. Angela, I think of free spirit. And Tony is thinking those exact words as but I he's love staring that, at her. I love the fact that Angela thinks she's a free spirit. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, now, Tony's all sad. And he's like, all right, well, I'll go call my friends and tell them that it's off. And she says, I feel terrible. Well, good. You should feel terrible because you're doing something really crappy right, right now. Right, <laughs> after you just invited. Oh, you know what we forgot to mention? The refrigerator what? door in that scene, too. Oh, yeah. God, how could I forget? It's the first by, thing I noticed when we watched it. Yeah, by this point, it's closed. But if you watch this scene unfold when he's like on the phone with Philly Fingers, the refrigerator door is it's partially open the entire time. Well, no, it opens and closes. Oh, does it? I mean, okay. it does Oh, yeah, open. yeah, you're right. It's open you're right now. Right behind, okay, that, sorry. Well, we have it playing in the background. Yeah. But, I mean, it opens and, and like, there's shots where it's closed yeah. and shots where it's open. Throughout the whole scene. Yeah. So look for that. And it's open to different degrees, too, throughout the whole and scene. It's, it's like, how did nobody notice that? Like, I, I know. I'm sure it was a real fridge. It probably really was working, and the crew probably kept, like, snacks or something in there. 
somebody probably went over and grabbed something (laughs) that didn't close it all the way. (laughs) Or like the seals messed up or something. Yeah, that's true. So Angela feels bad that she's being such a terrible friend. And so she says, okay, well, I'll do brunch on Sunday and then you can still have the guys over a Saturday night. So how does she plan on contacting Emily to let her know this if they're only... Right, horse Is and she carriage. now going to send some post back? Right. Deet, deet, deet. Like a, <laughs> a telegram. telegram. <laughs> yeah. you got to send and hopefully gets I there hope, by. I hope Emily but put she'll her be here, number. Right. right, because now Emily is probably like in, I mean, unless she's coming in and seeing Angela at the beginning of her trip, she may already be in transit. So who knows? It's yeah. TV. Right, okay. right, like who cares, right? And Tony says, well, that's great, because she sounds more like a brunch person anyway, and my guys are Saturday night animals. Right. So now we're to Saturday night, and one of the Saturday night animals is tidying up the living room before his friends get there. I know. (laughs) And it's that same little fake plant, not plant, flowers, whatever that is, vase. That Angela ends up moving around later, too. I think think sees a lot of action. (laughs) It does. So the doorbell rings, and he's so excited that he jumps. And (laughs) he leaps. We actually, like, rewound this to see if he was leaping over something, and he's not. He's just leaping through the air because he's so excited his friends are there. Yeah. He, um, and you know what? (laughs) It's so ridiculous. Like, what if, like, you were standing here in the living room and, like, the doorbell rang, and I did that? You'd be like, what? (laughs) the hell are you doing like it's not normal he's leaping like over an imaginary dog or something that's there in the middle of the living room he's so easily excited it's just funny (laughs) again sitcom characters are funny to watch but would be very odd people in real life i know he just really leaps like there is like he spotted yeah like a running water or something a little river in front of him So when they come through the door, the first friend through the door is Joey. So that's Joey Rossini. We've already met him, played by Ray Boom Boom Mancini. Yep. Then the second friend to come in is Philly Fingers. He's played by John Del Regno. Yeah, that's what I read it as. Yeah. So he... um, He's on four total episodes of Who's the Boss. This is his first one. Um... You know, he's done a lot of character acting throughout the years, but nothing really that he is super known for that you would recognize him necessarily. Um, But yeah, he'll be in Raging Housekeeper, a moving episode, which I remember he has a really cute part in that, and Boozing Buddies. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. So then, next to the door is Pee Wee. This Mm. is Dennis Berkeley. Again, character actor and... So the interesting thing here is that there is another character... I actually got them confused. So I realized that there is another character that we're going to see introduced, and his name is Tiny, and he's also a large man. I see. And so at first I thought that maybe Pee-wee, the actor, was no longer available, so they just changed his character. But they do actually, like, overlap a bit. So so Pee-wee is definitely a different person than Tiny. He is, yes. It's a different actor that plays him. But I feel like whenever they couldn't get the actor who was Pee-wee, they just like got the actor to play Tiny and then just changed the name in the script. because <laughs> went with it. Yeah, because they're like the same character with a similar name making fun of the fact that they're not small. And they even look very similar. So 
Um, but Dennis Berkeley died in 2013 at the age of 67 at a, of a heart Oh, wait, attack. that's this guy. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So we can go back to, we, you haven't seen his shirts, and here Pee Wee is wearing a Hawaiian yeah, magnoxious Hawaiian yeah. shirt. <laughs> um, so then they all come through, and Tony says to Pee Wee, How are your rugs? <laughs> Wet. Right. Then he says to Joey, How's your baby? Wet. Wet. And then he says to Philly, How's your wife? And he oh. says, Don't ask. Yeah. So I know, it's almost a borderline. Yeah, like, I feel like, wow. That, yeah, like that. I think that's a little borderline for the adults joke. Yeah, it is. I, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because Philly's wife is not happy with him right now. So no, no. Well, he's been home for two years. <laughs> so um, Eddie. So there. Tony asks where Eddie is. Not only has he not been home for two years, he got a pass to go out on a Saturday night. Well, I think he just he doesn't yeah, that's live true. there he anymore. Doesn't live there he's anymore. gotten thrown that's, out of the house. That's true. Yeah. So, where's Eddie? They, he, Tony asks. Well, mm. Eddie comes in holding two... What did you say these were? They're beer kegs. Well, I know but that. I mean, but the uh, size? Well, I think they're pony kegs, but at, at the time, pony kegs were like shorter and wider rather oh. than being taller and skinnier than they are now. Yeah. They're just small kegs. Yeah, they're small sure. kegs. Pony kegs. Um, Eddie is played by Robert Krantz. Mm. Again, some you know stuff, but nothing that you would really know him from immediately. Um, Tony asks, "Aren't those heavy?" And he says, "No, it's light beer." <laughs> then Tony says something that I don't understand at all. He asks him, "Do you have? Do you got a match?" And I he know. says, "Yeah." Your Eddie responds with, "Yeah, your face, my." And then and Angel? he's going to say the word ass. Right. But Angela comes down the stairs, so Tony says, Angela, so that he doesn't curse. I know, but what what is the reference other than... I don't know, because like, you don't use a match on a keg, right? <clears throat> Does that mean because they're going to... I know, I even looked it up. Does that mean it's... that they're going to like smoke cigars? You want to make sure it matches? Does it, does I think they just wanted the joke, my, my face, your ass, or whatever. I guess so, they yeah. Just... If anyone knows what they were saying and we're just dumb, please let me know. Um, but there are just two kegs. Yeah. Two I pony know. kegs. So and if they, they really are pony the kegs. you got a match. Maybe he means, are they the same beer? Oh, wow. That's pretty good. Um, you got a match. But then why would he say my face, your ass? I, because. That's, that's where I'm like, get lost. <laughs> his face matches his Oh, because ass. his face matches his ass. Yes, yes. See, I. That yeah. part I got. I didn't understand the part about the keg. Right. Oh, turkey. Oh, the turkey's done or something. I don't know if what they can hear that, that in the. It's my text oh, message. Oh, okay. Sorry. It's okay. I'll just close this. Um, okay. So, Angela comes down the stairs. And she's... Well, just, I mean, for reference for yeah. everybody, a pony keg has 83 <laughs> 12-ounce beers, and there are two of them. So, apparently, they're going to drink 166 uh, beers. Between five guys? Is five Five people. guys? Yeah, do the math. Wow, that's a lot of beer. And Maybe yet, Angela's going to have Eddie and Tony are still beer. functional the next day. But because we saw all this beer, we are having beer today. I know, I had to have a beer. I know, like you said you were in a mood for a beer. Yeah. Um, And I'm halfway through mine, so be warned. Um, So Angela comes down the stairs. She's dressed like a bottle of calamine lotion. (laughs) Like, 
I don't understand. <laughs> she's she's going to go for a, a. I would say she's going to go for a light jog, but the pants are pleated. They're right. They're like pleated, pleated They're pleated. Pants. It's like a jog uh, tracksuit that's fancy with pleats. Yeah, no, like this is like. And a, a collar. Yeah, like the shirt and the pants match, and then they match the bottom of the sweater until it like gradients like into blade, gray at the top. Blends into the. Yeah. So. Anyway, she's, yeah, she's not keeping it informal in any way, but she didn't come down in sequence, so I guess we'll take that as a win. So, Angela says to Pee-wee, you must be Pee-wee, and he's like, what makes you say that? And she gets a little nervous that she's just insulted him, but then they all start laughing, so she knows she's okay. So, Tony introduces her to the guys, and he's like, this is my boss, Angela, and they all immediately just start ogling her, like, looking her up and down. Like, I've never seen a woman before. And she's all, like, embarrassed and a little flattered, I think. And Pee-wee's like, oh, this is a tough job. You got any openings for me? And she's like, well, if I ever need, if I'm ever planning a luau, I will call you. All right, and then it's silent again for a minute. Right, because they're all pretending that they don't get her joke, and then they laugh at her. So... You know, we're showing here that Angela's fitting in pretty well with all of Tony's friends. So and, now, and I think that's what makes her real, like realize that she wants to hang out and play poker. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's kind of a, a cute moment. Like she wants to get a little crazy tonight. Right. You know? Yeah. Like I think this is what she was hoping for that they were going to like her and that she would be able to participate. And then at that moment, Mona rolls in and something that <laughs> looks like <laughs> it's an insane evening gown. I know. So, yes. So, she comes in the back door. She's going to the policeman's ball. Wait, did I get that wrong? Police officer's ball. uh, Police ball? I don't know. Um, Yeah, and she's just, like, decked. There's jewels on this dress. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. And she does a twirl. She She lets them all know. Here here it all is, boys. (laughs) And then she said, what did she say? I I thought I smelled men. Right. It is the policeman's ball. (laughs) Okay, policeman's ball. Yes, she thought she smelled men. So... The police officer who's coming to pick her up, he starts firing off the siren in front of the house, and Philly Fingers gets nervous. <laughs> well, he is Philly Fingers. Right. He's looking for a back door. She's like, no, don't worry. That's just Officer Bob. And so he starts in with a loudspeaker calling her out. And I just wonder whose voice that is. Like, it had to... Mm. Oh, yeah. Is and it I the director? About that. Is yeah. it, you know, a, a crew member? I always love stuff like that. So she goes out, she leaves. And then the police siren does somehow does a wolf a whistle. cat call, yeah. Which <laughs> I don't understand that at all. Like how, how we do that. So now we're in the kitchen where the guys are all getting ready to play poker. Pee-wee's already getting beer everywhere. And Angela comes in. She takes the little stool that's off to the side and scoots it over to the table and sits down. She's got a, po- a pocket full of money and a... Yeah, so she's like, can I can I play? And Tony's like, what are you doing? You don't know how to play poker. And she's like, well, I've been studying for two days. Oh, and no. she pulls out a little poker book out of one of the large pockets, I'm guessing, in her pants. Yeah, the pleated um, pants. And then Philly asks her, well, do you have any money? And she pulls out a wad of cash. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> and says, is this enough? And they say, let her play. Yep. So she starts dealing the cards. <laughs> but they should have known the beginner's luck. That any time I've ever played poker, including the first time I ever played poker, the the beginner, the new person always does well. Oh, they really? just kill. Yep, every oh. time. 
The first time I like ever played, I like won like two hundred bucks. Wow. I remember that. And then like any time I've ever played with people who a new guy comes in or a new person or whatever, they always win. Maybe they're just playing. It's because they, they don't. Not, oh, they're not overthinking. They're not overthinking because they're, they're still right. learning exactly. it. Exactly. So they win. So she starts dealing out the cards. One for you. One for you. <laughs> one for you, another one for you. <laughs> and Tony's like, just deal the cards. So she asks them, is it okay if I look at my book because I'm still not sure exactly what beats what? And Philly says, you can look at whatever you want. And when they show Philly, we get an unusual shot of the fourth wall. So it's the wall behind the The stove. stove. Yeah. Yeah. With a little spice rack above it and a little picture. Yeah, some fancy wallpaper, which matches the rest of the kitchen. Of course. So yeah, that's what Tony's staring at most of the time. Although, not really. So, um, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, okay. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, if you lost your place, one odd thing, well, not odd thing, but one thing I noticed about this scene is the fact that um, that the um, the beer looks real. Like, and not only does it look, I know I keep going back to the beer. <laughs> not only does it look real, but it looks like it came out of a keg like it's oh. it's soup when they first poured it's, it's super really foamy. foamy yeah and i was like man they, they really went authentic with this i wonder but, what you can do and put in a keg to make it foam like that. uh it, well i get i well i did a little research online beer. and they said that a lot of times they use non-alcoholic beer oh, in shows to, obviously to right. make it look like real beer yeah, so yeah, yeah. they might have gotten a keg i mean there was near beer at the time right, true. i don't know if anybody remembers near beer no. Um, what about O'Doul's? I remember that one. It was O'Doul's. That O'Doul's was after Near, near oh, Beer. Okay. Near Beer was like the first non-alcoholic beer. I mean, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong on that. But um, anyway, the beer looks very real. Oh, yeah, and it, it looks like a very real beer. light beer. Okay, sorry. As or you were. if they shot this show and they didn't do a lot of takes, maybe it was real beer. But Oh, that's true. Maybe know. they were drinking. I, don't really I mean, know it was the that, 80s. They were drinking during the show. Yeah. Um, okay, so Angela's first hand, she puts in, uh, I think Tony puts in, it goes around the table, they've all mm-hmm. put in a dollar, then Tony raises it to two dollars, and she says, okay, I can do that, she puts in two dollars, and she says, we'll add one more just for good luck, I know. and she makes a big show about putting one more dollar in, and then the guys kind of mimic her putting in their extra dollar and i like that they're playing with cash like they're not using poker chips oh, so that's yeah. probably what you it's probably what you did in brooklyn yeah i'm sure <laughs> right. maybe nobody has chips. a real poker set so they only true. have cash and then true maybe one one time with the winnings they should buy a poker set no phil you think philly fingers would steal one that's true so she puts in her their extra dollar and then she says what what beats a royal flush? And they're all like, ugh, and they fold. <laughs> yeah, because if, if you know poker, nothing beats a royal flush. Yes, I think I did know that. Um, and she says, well, I'm just going to have to get one of those. And so they all realize that she's just bluffed them, which is very cute. Yes, So they're all kind of not an- supposed to do. Oh, really? Well, if you bluff, you're never supposed to admit it. Oh, I see. I gotcha. But right. yes, I made for but yeah, yeah. It was a good cute. moment. Yeah, you know, it was funny. So they're all kind of annoyed, but also kind of impressed. And they think she's fun. So they're going to let her stay. 
So Tony hands her the cards and she starts uh, dealing out a new hand and she says, welcome to Connecticut, boys. I know. It's fantastic. Like suddenly she owns the table. (laughs) And then they dissolve to the next scene and she's got the the hat hat, all sideways and the the glasses are on. Yeah, her sweater's off. The Philly Fingers hat is on her head. But I want to go back to one thing that um, I noticed a little earlier in this episode and then really in this scene. So I, I've noticed in interviews that Judith does a thing with her tongue a lot. Like her tongue really like lips licks her lips a lot and moves around a lot in her mouth when she's talking. Hmm. But I don't notice that as Angela... And I can't remember, I think I might have noticed it a bit on The Politician. Maybe she worked it into that character. But I think it's interesting that we normally don't see that in Angela. But then here, when she's starting to get a little sassy with the guys, she does that thing with her tongue. Well, she does in the beginning of the episode. Yeah, in the beginning of the episode, too, when she says, I have an idea, she kind of does it a bit. And I know we were talking about her tongue with the cello, but I feel like that was a different tongue. That's like (laughs) cute concentration tongue. Oh, yeah. Which and is this is too. just more of like I don't I don't really know what I would call it some sort of like not really a tick or like a habit or something that she does but it's interesting how we see it here a little bit in Angela when normally we don't. Um, well, yeah, I, I mean, like it's it's it. The, I'm sorry, is it the first time you said you've noticed it or you have noticed it before? I noticed it before I've never... in this episode. That's this is oh, this episode oh, is the first time I've noticed. This is her the birth of the tongue, right? <laughs> but when I watch interviews of Judith, her tongue is all over the place when she's talking. So, well, I will say this: it's not nearly as annoying as Tony's clapping. No. <laughs> and tonight no. I took a clap count. <laughs> oh, you did? Yes, I did. Okay, we'll get to that. Anybody would like to guess? No. <laughs> so when they do, oh, do you want to do it now or do you want no, to wait no, till no, the no. end? Maybe we'll wait till the end. Okay, yeah, let's get the through it. The clapping and then, stomping and laughter his own <laughs> jokes. <laughs> so but they cut to a bit later. So yes, Angela's got Philly's hat on. The sweaters come off. She's wearing just her shirt. She's oh really yeah, loosening I didn't even up. realize that that she, the the sweater was off. Yeah, yeah, she might have even unbuttoned a button. Oof. So. Yeah. I think uh, you're right. They're all having a good time. She's getting along great with the guys. She's sharing beef jerky with Pee Wee. I know that kind of grossed me out. She's like, Pee Wee, what did she say? Stop like, hogging the beef, beef jerky. jerky. And then I'm thinking a bag. Right, no. Like modern day, the way yeah. beef jerky is, right. a bag's going to come over. No, he hands her like a stick. <laughs> And she takes it and starts gnawing yeah, on it. Yeah, takes a chunk After off Pee-wee's of been gnawing yeah. on it. It's a gross. What's happening? And Pee-wee's spilling beer all over himself. I, well, yeah. And Tony's I can't like, judge. And Tony's like, cut, cut it out. What are you doing? <laughs> and Angela's on Pee-wee's side. She's like, come on, relax, Tony. And she says how Tony has gotten so uptight since he's moved to Connecticut. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's so comfortable. She can take a dig at Tony in right. front of his buds. Yeah. <laughs> So they're all getting ready to deal another hand. Angela's won quite a bit of money. And so she says, you know, I'm going to call it a night. I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to take all your money and I'm leaving. Um, They don't want her to leave, but she says she has an important brunch tomorrow. That's right. She does. And Pee Wee says, I know how that is. (laughs) (laughs) When do you you think the last time Pee Wee went to brunch? Yeah. So I think it's really cute how she takes the hat off of her head and she puts it on Tony's. Yeah. Like, I think that's a little bit of a flirty move there. She could have given it back to Philly, but she didn't. So uh, she gets up and she leaves and Tony follows her out into the living room. And I think 
when I was watching this on a rewatch, uh-huh. I think this is really the first time we see Tony showing that he's interested in her. Yeah, I mean, it's a really flirty, well, episode, I guess. Yeah. There's a few moments, for yeah. sure. So he follows her out, because it's kind of that thing, okay, so if you're at a party or something, and there's a guy that you're interested in, he's interested in you, and then you leave, when he if he walks you out, like, this is kind of that version of that, you know? Like, Tony's yeah. going to leave his friends, and he's going to just go walk her out and say goodnight to her before no, she I've goes. never had a guy walk me out. <laughs> but I'm trying to think, did that ever happen with us? No. I, I feel like it did. Well, there we were had, a lot of parties. I know, but we had an odd start. We weren't really... I know, but there were a lot of parties. I bet, yeah, I walked out. But... Yeah. I stayed. So, you know, I think that is a sign right there that someone's into you when he's going to get up and leave his friends and then go and say goodnight to you before you leave. Because so, you always left the parties early. Oh, well, yes. Well, the parties were always at your house, so... Oh, that's a good point. Yes, but that's I did... True. I wouldn't At 9.30, leave my house. I was out. Nine thirty ten at the latest. <laughs> Ronan, stop walking around. You hear the little click clack of that. I know. Sorry. Um, So, yeah, he follows her into the living room and he's like, Angela. And she says, yo. Yeah, which is funny. (laughs) Yeah, it is. I could tell she's still real loose with the guys. Right. You know. And so he asked, you know, do do you want me to throw them out? Because they can stay up really late. And she says, no, no. Enjoy yourselves. Like, I'm a sound sleeper. I'm not going to hear anything. And she says that they... We're a great bunch of guys. He says, you were like really t- terrific tonight. Oh, and sorry, she's yeah. like, yeah, I was. She's like, but they're a really great bunch of guys. And yeah. And he's, he's like, like those guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, I think they like me too. And he says, of course they like you. I mean, what's not? Oh, no. He said, they love you. What's not to love? And he kind of like looks her up and down a bit. Um, and then you can tell she's a bit caught off guard by that. Right. And then he's like, oh, uh, what did I say? Right. Yeah. And they he's probably had a little bit to drink here, and she may have That's had true. to. Um, but at that point, then uh, Eddie interrupts the yeah. moment. Right. right. So Eddie interrupts, and he says, you know, are you coming back? And Tony's kind of shushing him away, like, I'll be right there. Right. Like, get out of here. Right. Get out of here. But I think, he, I think Eddie got him out of a little jam there. Oh, oh. Because he had said, you know, what's not to right, like? Right, and then right, it got right. an awkward pause. Yeah. That's true. He kind of broke that up a little bit for yeah. him. So he's like, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back and play cards, you know, good night. And he goes back in. She's kind of looking after him as he leaves. So when he goes back inside the kitchen to play cards and sits down, he's like, let's play. I'm feeling hot. And Tony, um, I'm sorry, Eddie says, yeah, I noticed. Yeah, I know. And then they all throw cards at him. <laughs> they do. So they're, they're kind of ribbing him, probably thinking that he has a bit of a crush on her as well. Yeah, or something's going on anyway. Yeah, or they probably just think they're sleeping together and That's they I mean, don't know yeah. yet. Yeah. Right. So the next morning, Angela comes downstairs. She's all dressed up. Yep. Looks like a little sailor girl. Or I mean, I'm not sure what's going on there with the with the, but that's her brunch outfit. <laughs> that is her brunch. A very important brunch. Very outfit. important brunch outfit. And the kids are all dressed up too. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Like. 
they're all dressed up and then we don't see them it, again. Right, and then the kids completely disappear. But they look adorable right now. So they're standing, all standing in the living room. She's like, everything is going to be perfect. She walks into the kitchen and from the living room, you just hear a scream. <laughs> I know, so funny. So the kids follow her into the kitchen to see what's wrong. And when we get into the kitchen, all the guys are still there. There's smoke everywhere. Yep. The kitchen is a complete disaster. Yeah. The and keg that was standing up is now knocked over. Right. Which means side. at least 80 something, six beers were drank. Oh my goodness. Or whatever. And Pee Wee, the Hawaiian shirt's off. He's almost, <laughs> he's almost, almost in down his underwear. His, yeah, yeah. He's got one shirt off. <laughs> so Tony's like, what are you guys doing up so early? And they're like, and it's morning. Samantha says, didn't you notice the sunrise? <laughs> I, I love this line, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Was it nice? What did you say? <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. Was it nice? <laughs> yeah. Was it nice? <laughs> That's very Tony. Like, like, yeah. Like, she's letting him know you missed an awesome sunrise. Right, Not right. the fact Not that the he s- stayed up all night. <laughs> right. So Tony's like, oh, wait, everybody out. You got to get out right now. And Angela goes over, opens up the fridge, and she's like, where's all the food for brunch? Yeah, it's like my quiches and my cucumber sandwiches. What the (laughs) cucumber sandwiches? Get out of here. Oh, that sounds good, actually. I'd eat that. So um, they look at Pee Wee because Pee Wee said he got the munchies and he ate all of it. Oh, Pee Wee. (laughs) So as they're leaving, Joey Rossini's like, Eddie, you coming? And Eddie's like, no, I'm going to hang out here and help Tony clean up. So Angela's just disgusted. She goes back out into the living room and then starts tidying up the living room which looks impeccable by just moving around the plant moving that same plant that tony moved before his buds came over right oh and i forgot to mention that as they're leaving you see that boom mic yes there's a boom mic a good boom mic yeah right in the middle of the boom mic watch yeah (laughs) we need to start having a boom mic watch a boom mic i know there's so many things we should have been counting and now it's too late to count Uh, anything it's never too late we got like Eight but I no, but something. I mean to start from the beginning and recount everything. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I'm not doing that. Um, so Tony comes out and he's like, you know, uh, Eddie and I are going to have this place cleaned up in no time. And Angela says, Eddie cannot stay here. And Tony's like, Well, I mean, he's my friend, and you were fine with him last night. She's like, I I like him. It's just that I don't want him to be here when Emily arrives because Eddie and Emily come from two very different worlds and I don't think it's a good idea for those worlds to collide. All right, worlds to collide. And then at that point, Tony says, thanks, Carl Sagan. Yeah, I had no idea who that was. I didn't either. I mean, I had to look it up. Uh, I mean, the name seemed familiar, but other than that, I had no idea who Carl Sagan was. Um, He was an American astronomer, uh, planetary scientist, Cosma. I almost said Cosma. Cosma. Cos, well, well, he's a cosmologist. cosmologist I almost said cosmopologist right. or whatever. I thought that's you were going to say cosmetologist. Cosmetologist. I think that's what I almost that's said. Right. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Uh, what? Astrophysicist. What he years is things. he like from? Is he from is he Mars? alive? No, no, he passed away in 1996. Oh, okay. So relatively but he was modern a, time. But he was well known. I'm sure, right, right. like. I just wasn't sure if he was like Galileo time or he was no no like no more recent. <laughs> Galileo time. <laughs> so no, nineteen thirty four to nineteen ninety six. Okay, got it. Um, so Tony's like, "Don't worry, he's not going to embarrass you, and he's going to be long gone before Emily even gets here." Ding dong. Exactly. So now we meet Emily. 
She's played by Gina Michaels, who is probably best known for her stint on Dallas. And she was also on Santa Barbara and another soap opera called Generations. Hmm. And unfortunately, she passed away in 2018. Oh, so recent. Yeah, just a couple years ago. So Angela and Emily are squealing their hellos, hugging. Emily's coming in saying how quaint and charming her house is. Like, I kind of... her, Her last friend that came during the sorority sister lady. I can't remember what her name was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember her. She also was kind of like, oh, your house is so cute and cozy. Right. But it's like, what do these women live in? Because this is a large house. I know. It is. (laughs) So um, she comes in, and as they're walking through the living room, Eddie comes out and then says to Tony. I almost lost it. I mean, I did lose. Who's the fox with the great maracas? Right. I've never heard breast referred to as maracas, <laughs> ever. I don't know that I And I'm am. not even sure that that's like a compliment. Maracas are like... Yeah, they're like small and, and hard and... Yeah. They maracas. Sh- they make a sound when they move around. <laughs> <laughs> but, Terrible. I mean, maracas. So, and he says it's right in earshot. So she absolutely heard him say it. Mm, yeah. So Angela tries to defuse the situation and introduces them. Says, Emily, this is my housekeeper, Tony. This is his friend, Eddie. And Eddie shakes Emily's hand and then will not let go. So I think at this point, Emily and Eddie are feeling some sort of spark between the two of them. Um, she's like, oh, you have a very strong grip. And he says, that's from spray cans. I'm an exterminator. <laughs> right. He's really selling it. So Tony pries his hand off of Emily. And then Eddie asks Emily, what do you do to make a buck? And she's like, oh, I perform studies on organizational pr- productivity at Stanford. So. <laughs> well, he's uh, like, I like girls with big brains. Right. Or <laughs> another, big another boob reference from Eddie. So. Eddie can't take his eyes off. Hang on. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah, go ahead. This just in. Yeah. Okay, so I I looked up the definition of (laughs) maraca. A percussion instrument consisting of a hollow gourd containing pebbles or Uh beans often played in pairs. We knew that. Yeah. Here's another definition. Breasts. Oh, okay. I'm not kidding. It says it right there. Oh, all right. So it is, they are known as maracas. It's definitions.net, so take it for what it is. (laughs) People are probably yelling at their phone or their car. They're like maracas. Or boobs, dude. Yeah, always. (laughs) But still not a compliment. Like, I don't, I mean, they're they're hard and. Yeah, slang definition, another website. There's a few of them. Yeah, yeah. I should have looked. Maybe it's just an older. I knew I should have done that research earlier. (laughs) I would have known that maracas are breasts. Okay, so anyway, I'm sorry. Eddie can't take his eyes off of Emily. And like if Emily wasn't into this, he is being super creepy. I know. Yeah, that's true. It's a good point. Yeah. But I I mean, I she seems Which to is be what into Angela it. thought probably would have happened. Right. But even Angela and Tony are just like, Oh, you know, he's crazy Eddie. But it's like, okay, this guy's kind of a creep. Um so Tony and Angela go into the kitchen and Angela's like, I told you, I told you. And Tony says, I know, I know. Emily is really uptight. Mm-hmm. 
And she's like, Eddie, I mean, your friend who evaluates people's maracas. Maraca again with yeah. maracas. So, I mean, Emily is uptight because she is just standing there while some man... Um, Checks out a maracas. Makes crude comments at her. Yeah. So, Tony says, well, some people think that that's a compliment. <laughs> He's got a point. Angela says, leave my mother out of this. I know, that's right. That is so funny. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, that's a good one. That's so, uh, very funny. So, <laughs> Which is funny. That tells you that Mona has been told, A, she has nice maracas, well, and B, that she finds it as a compliment. Right. Right? And, and I think anytime anyone says anything flattering about Mona's body, she's going to take it as a compliment. Yeah. So Angela tells him, your friend is ruining my brunch. So Tony's like, okay, I'll get him out of here. I'll take him to the station. It's obvious that oil and vinegar don't mix. Right. And then... So they open up the kitchen door to go back into the living room, and Emily and Eddie are making out on the couch. So they both stop there and stare. (laughs) And I love... So now we're back to cute little naive Angela, where last week she was making TNA jokes about... Was that last episode? No, a couple episodes ago. TNA jokes when they were oh, the, right, the PTA right. meeting. And now she has no idea what's happening on the couch. <laughs> My God, what are they doing? I know. <laughs> and Tony says, they're making salad dressing. I know, which is so ridiculous. Yeah, that was pretty funny, though. So No, it was. It was really funny. And Eddie and Emily are so absorbed in one another that they don't hear any of this happening. Of course. So Tony and Angela go back into the kitchen. And they're like, what are we going to do? All right, how are we going to handle this? Yes. And then Tony has his first, maybe first, I don't know, of this episode, slapping and stomping. Oh, it's not the first time. Oh, really? Okay. No, no, no. He says, the first time he stomped. Do you have any croutons? And he's so proud of his And he loses it. Like, he, it's the best thing (laughs) he's ever said. He's stomping his feet like he's communicating with a horse. He is very proud of himself. And Angela's hearing none of this. She just wants it over. So they make a big show of going back into the living room. Like, yeah. we should get back to our guests. So very they, sitcom. Yeah. The very sitcom move. <laughs> and they open the door, and now Eddie and Emily are on opposite sides of the couch. But right. they're still staring at each other. Right, like nothing happened. Right. So Angela just is trying to, like, change the topic and it's like oh you know I guess you'll never believe who I ran into and Emily's just not paying attention to her at all all she's doing is staring at Eddie and breathing yeah. heavily yeah. <laughs> so, um, she's like and all well, Eddie's doing is thinking about those maracas <laughs> she was like it was Sarah Connors and she looks terrible but let's not make let's not make mean jokes about your old friends from yeah Especially coming from Angela, who already has just terrible friends. I know. So I think she's trying to get her attention. Yeah, yeah, totally. So Eddie and Tony's trying to get Eddie out of the house now. And Emily is like, oh, well, please don't leave on my account. So Eddie sits, he <laughs> goes right back and sits back down on the couch in the same position he was in and <laughs> starts staring at her again. Yeah. So Emily asks Angela if she has hand lotion. And... Angela says, I do in my purse, probably, but it's not the type that Emily uses. She needs the one with extra emollients and deep penetrizing, penetrating, penetrating, I'd have a beer, sorry, moisturizers. Oh, no. And she looks right at Eddie. Right. With the penetrating moisture. <laughs> gets so dirty all of a sudden. So filthy. So, again, like, these are all jokes that 
adults will get, but this is going to totally go over a kid's head every yeah. time. So, um, Angel's like, I, I don't think I have that lotion. I think that was her way of saying, let's we go gotta, have sex we have in to this ex- van. Escalate. Yeah. yeah, let's go have sex in that pedophile van out front. <laughs> so, Emily asks if there's a drugstore nearby. Eddie's like, yes. And then he volunteers to take her, yeah. grabs the keys to Tony's van, and they are out the front door in seconds. I <laughs> like Tony's like, hey, 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 hey. And they just leave. <laughs> no. They like run out the front door. So, and like, she's going to go have sex in that van. I, I Angela has the I worst I mean, the benefit friends. is the van has no windows, thank God. That is true. It is a, truly a... But this is now the second terrible man. friend that she's had come visit. The sorority yeah. sister lady, whose That's name true. I cannot remember for some I know, reason. I can't remember either, but... Um, she came there, like, slept with Tony, then left him. Oh, right, Then yeah. went to the party without him or whatever. Now, this lady has come Blew for... Blew him off. She came to her friend's house for brunch, and within 15 minutes... With very little less, notice, mind you. I'll be there Saturday. <laughs> right, with very little notice. She is now leaving to go have sex with some man in a van. Yeah, which, I'll be back. Brunch will continue after. You know, no judging sex with anyone in a van, but it's just a little rude <laughs> to do that when you're breaking your brunch date with your friends. That's true. <laughs> Get his number and then go by later. Okay, so... Angela's only rebuff to her leaving so quickly is that her skin has always been very dry. I know. I know. <laughs> so now a little some time has passed, we don't know. Um, no idea. And they're in the kitchen when Mona comes in loudly singing What's Love Got to Do with It? I don't know if she was out working out or if no, she's just she's walking just, around. Nah, she's it's part of like her oh, I had a crazy wild night. Right. I think. You know. But it's also kind Again. of a fitting song for what's happening in the van. That's true. Right. And um, as we were discussing earlier, they would have had to pay for that song because it's recognize- recognizable. Yeah, that's true. So this must yeah. be why Tony always has to sing his own little yeah, ditty. Wait a moment. So that they can save the money for when they need to actually pay for songs. Which is now. <laughs> So they ask her how the policeman's ball was. She says she could have danced all night, but she didn't. Yeah, so but she knew what happened after the dancing. She probably had sex in a police car. Right. So they, she asks where Emily is. They tell her she's at the drugstore. And she's like, oh, well, they must be back by now because your van is parked out front. So they all run to the front window to see what's going on. Tony gets there first. Angela slams into him. And then Mona slams into her. <laughs> And Tony says, thanks, Mo and Larry. I know. Stooges. Yes. Thanks, Stooges. Yeah. Which is a reference funny. to the Three Stooges. Right. That... Which is what I thought would happen because you paused it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. It's like the Three Stooges. And then when Tony says that, I'm like, oh. But we are probably the last the last age group that would get that reference. Um. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that much younger people. I mean, know. there was an old show, but it ran and it replayed, ran and repeats forever. Yeah, but... When we were kids, I don't mean. But I'm I don't saying know it how. was repeated oh, as yeah, yeah, kids, yeah. which right. is, it's still a very old show. But yeah, yes, but I think no it's like Howdy Doody, it. where like we caught the tail end of yeah, all right, that, right. and like now p- kids or younger people in their 20s or 30s may not have any idea who the Three Stooges are, um, or a very, very small reference in their mind of them. True. Um, okay, so. They Where were we? They're still, they're Maracas. still, they're still in the car, in the van, in the van, 
And Angela says, I don't see them. And Tony says, because the windows are all steamed up. Mm. And again, naive Angela, what are they doing? I know. <laughs> so Angela, uh, Mona, Mona says, Angela, lying, we yeah. had that talk before you married Michael. <laughs> and the other thing is, it's like, poor Tony in that van. Like, he's never going to think of that van the same. I know. But who knows? Maybe all kinds of shit's gone That's down true. that That's true. I'm sure Tony's had Maybe his share of sex, sex in that van. Maybe that was the sex van, like, right. right. But I'm sure, like, he's lent it to buddies. I'm so it's sure. probably no big deal. Back in the day, he probably had a mattress thrown in the back. Oh, of the- Although God, I think he, I think rapey. later we find out that he and Marie got that van when they got married. So uh, maybe not the mattress, but I'm sure at some point Tony <laughs> had sex in that van. <laughs> Maracas were out in that van before <laughs> this episode, guaranteed. Absolutely. Um, so he, they come back into the house and. Emily says, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry that took so long. Right, okay. <laughs> and then Tony looks at Eddie, and Eddie just says, what, what can, can I, I say? say? He's not even going to pretend. Yeah, so he Tony, owns it. Tony takes Eddie into the kitchen. Now, like, I think you could also, I mean, we don't necessarily know that they had sex in the van. So I guess if you're a kid or something, you could just assume that maybe they just made out or kissed or something. Right. Like, you may not get all the jokes to put that together until you're an adult. Oh, that's for sure. I I mean... Yeah, because I probably watched this episode as a kid and didn't realize that they had sex in that van. Oh, maybe I did. I was four years older than you. <laughs> that's true. Um, okay, so Tony takes at. Eddie into the kitchen and Emily says to Angela, would you believe we had to drive all the way to New Haven to find the hand cream? And Angela just says, no. no. <laughs> Hartford? No. So in the kitchen... He's taken um, Eddie in there to look for bugs. And Tony's like, what are you doing? And Eddie's like, I'm looking for bugs. That's why you brought me in here. And he's like, no, I can't believe you and Angela's best friend. And he's like, I know, I know. So now they're kind of having their little separate conversations, detailing partially, hopefully, what happened in the van. Mm -hmm. And this part is fun because, like, Tony and Angela are seeing what their attraction could be if they didn't have all these other strings attached. Right, through the eyes of... Through the eyes of this couple, yeah. Like, if they didn't have to worry about the kids and the job and, like, what's going to happen and were just able to have fun, they probably could have gotten it on long ago and, you know, just enjoyed the attraction part of their relationship. But they obviously have much more tied to this than these two do. Right. So... In the living room, and uh, Emily's like, I just couldn't help myself. When he started to nibble on my... <laughs> Angela's like, like, please, spare me the details. Right. But Emily's like, well, Eddie's just so refreshing. Like, he's strong, but he's sweet, and he's uncomplicated. And I think, like, that's getting Angela into a territory that she really doesn't want to consider because that's also what she thinks about Tony. Right. So she's like, nibbled on your what? I know. <laughs> Like, suddenly she's interested. Right. And in the kitchen, Tony and Eddie, I don't know what Eddie's telling to Tony, but it sounds very good to him, whatever Emily did in that van. And so he's like, oh, she doesn't seem like the type. But he says, you wouldn't believe what they teach them in graduate school. I know. And then Tony is perplexed. (laughs) So, like, after Emily did whatever she did to Eddie, did she say, I learned that in graduate school? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like, what, what happened? Did you like that? I learned that in graduate school. That's a good point. 
So back in the living room, Emily must be asking Angela about her relationship with Tony because Angela's like, no, Tony and I do not have a relationship like that. Right. And Emily's like, well, haven't you ever thought about it? And she says, never. Which we all know is a lie, Angela. Yeah, it's a lie. Come on. Yeah, it's a lie. So right then, uh, Tony and Eddie come back in and they're like, nope, no bugs in the kitchen. Eddie's like, you want me to check in the bedrooms? And they're all like, like yeah, no, 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 no bedroom, no bedroom. <laughs> Stay away. You already sullied the van. Stay out of the bedroom. I know. And, and not to mention, and I meant, I meant to uh, bring this up earlier. Eddie's been up all night. Right. Oh, that's, Playing poker. Yes. I was thinking that too. Like he had to have He's some gross. rank some breath. breath. Yeah. Beer breath and cigars. And, the, and, and, then, and then it's on. It's right. on with Emily. Yeah. So whatever. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's got to be gross. Yeah, I guess her attraction just went through yeah, all maybe. of that. So, Tony's like, I'll go make us something to eat. And Angela says, great idea. Because I imagine we've all worked up an appetite. <laughs> right. Which is like, I don't mean we. Right, right. I, I don't mean, mean we. I don't I mean, mean you. you. <laughs> I don't mean anything. So, she goes to help Tony in the kitchen. And they leave Emily and Eddie in the living room. And in the kitchen, Tony's like, talk about your worlds colliding. Yeah, <laughs> Boom. <laughs> and we're talking about the Big Bang Theory, which yeah, is also funny. funny for the adults. Yeah. So Angela says, well, from what Emily said, they had a lovely time. And I don't know if I would really, I mean, I'm sure sex in a van is fun. I don't know if I would say lovely. No, it's such a romantic That's time. Such a, <laughs> such a lovely time. That fan sex. <laughs> so... Um, and Tony is like, well, that's exactly how Eddie said what he described it as lovely. So, you know, they say, well, opposites do attract and they're kind of staring at each other. And Tony says, Emily's so classy. No, no, I'm sorry. Angela says, Emily is so, and Tony finishes her sentence with classy. Right. And he says, and Eddie's so, and Angela finishes his sentence with physical. Physical, right. So you don't hear they're talking about themselves. Right. Yeah, totally. So I don't know what happened in the living room while they were in the kitchen, but now Eddie wants to leave. So Eddie comes in. He probably figured out that he and this lady have nothing else to talk about now that they've had sex. Um, So Eddie comes in, and he wants Tony to take him to the train. And he says, you know, it was very nice to meet you to Emily if call me if you're ever back in town or if you have any bug problems. Did we discuss that Emily lives in California? Uh, I don't know. No, okay. I don't think we did. All right. So, yeah. So, so they'll, basically, they'll never see each other. Right. Like, unless they make a point of seeing one another. Right. He says, thank you to the hospi- for the hospitality to Angela and you too, Emily. <laughs> right now. And then laughs. <laughs> so when they get outside, Tony's like, what? what is going on? Why are you running off so quickly? And he asks, are you going to see her again? And Eddie's like, what am I going to do? Am I going to take her to Marty's Melody Room for pool? Which is a nice callback to the bar that they've been to before. Yep. And he said, you know, and then what happens? We get married and she moves to Brooklyn with me. Like, it's not going to happen. It's not natural. Which is that's a, man, it's a little overboard. Yeah, like it's not that's like they're ridiculous. It's not like one's a human and one's an animal or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's not natural. Um, so inside the house, Angela also asks Emily, like, are you going to see him again? And she says, you know, not unless he shows up at the next faculty tea. Right. Like a similar thing, like what right. he said outside. Yeah. And she's like, it might be fun. It might be a lot of fun. But eventually a man like that 
would suffocate in my world. Right. Now, this is a thought for Angela because, you know, I think this is, that is probably, it's the stuff after the sex that has always kind of kept them from trying any of this because it's like, would Tony want to just live in her world for the rest of his life? Right. Would he feel comfortable being with a woman who makes more than him? He's thinking, you know, would she date me because she dates guys who are like super rich and can take her to these cabins on the weekends or whatever. So I think that that kind of puts that in her head as to why this may not work out. So Angela says, or Emily says to Angela, I'm famished. What do you have to eat? Angela says nothing. Nothing. Because <laughs> right? so, Pee Wee ate everything. Right. He ate all the cucumber sandwiches. I know. And I don't even know that they ever really explained that to Emily. No, like, no. Tony's friend destroyed the kitchen. Yeah. He ate the quiches and the cucumber sandwiches. <laughs> so... Angela suggests that they go to the country club and Emily goes to freshen up, which is probably a good idea. <laughs> and yeah, goes no into the kidding. bathroom. Um, so Tony comes back into the house because he forgot his keys. Right. And says, asks Angela how Emily is. And she says, she's very hungry. <laughs> and to, she asks how Eddie is. He says, Eddie can't get to Brooklyn fast enough. Right, so I'm, I'm gonna just going to drive him. Yeah. And she's like, well, I'll be at the club. And he says, okay, well, I'm going to stay in Brooklyn for a while and shoot some pool. And then he asks her, oh, yeah, because he and Eddie, sorry, I missed that part. He and Eddie talked about how, like, what am I going to do? Take her to Marty's Melody Room and play pool. Right. And well, Tony's we did like, kind well, of maybe that, she likes pool. Right. That's the part. Yeah. yeah. So he asks Angela, do you shoot pool? And she's like, no. And he's like, I didn't think so. No, uh, yeah. See? Um, but okay, so now they're both leaving the house and the children, first of all, we never saw the children after they were all dressed up. So they got dressed up for nothing. I know. And now everybody's I know, like, leaving. Where were they this whole time? And no one's even telling the children or worried about the, I guess Mona's there. So maybe they're just like, ah, oh, they're home with Mona. Right. Like two episodes ago, it was a big deal that, that Sam watched <laughs> yeah, Jonathan. Now all of a sudden they're all walking out the door right. no one cares. Yeah. See you later. So Emily comes out of the bathroom to grab her jacket and Tony and Angela are still like in the foyer area. And as she's about to leave, she's like, ah, what the hell? And she picks up Eddie's number and Mm. then heads out the door. And Tony and Angela give each other a look. Like maybe this means that, you know. Something's going to flourish. Something could work out. I think it gives them a little bit of hope again. So in the tag... They're all playing poker. It's now Mona, Jonathan, Tony, Samantha, and Angela sitting at the table. Yeah. And Mona's borrowing money from Jonathan. <laughs> I know. You can tell that Jonathan's owning this table. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Jonathan, on one hand, he puts his whole piggy bank in. Yeah, this is it. All in. And Angela asks, are you sure you want to do that? Because that's a lot of money. And he's like, well, isn't four aces good? And they all fold, except Tony's like, no, no, I fell for this with your mother. So this isn't happening to me again. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. (laughs) Yeah. So he's like, I want to see. So he pulls out his wallet and throws it on the table. And then he puts down his full house. Yeah. And Jonathan has four aces. And he claps there. Oh, he does he? Yep. He's not clapping after that because Jonathan puts all four of his aces down and says, I told you. (laughs) I know. Like, I warned you. (laughs) Right. And that is the end of the episode. So cute. Yep. That's a good one. 
the um, clap count was nine. Really? Nine times? Nine times he claps in this episode. So wait, is it nine claps or nine times he clapped at his joke? Just nine times that he claps. So not always, like one of them's like, hey, let's go do this. You know what I mean? Like right, that right, kind right, of right. thing where he, it's not always a joke. Oh, I got But when you. it's a joke, oh, it's a good clap. Oh, I see. Okay. Right. right. He'll be like, hey, let's yeah, move yeah. on to this. Or what? I can't think of an exact. <laughs> right, right, right. But I started counting the claps. I'm like, nine times. It's I mean, it's just, an average of 20 minutes. It's just got to be like a dad thing. No, oh, no, I know. It was his thing. Yeah, It was yeah. his thing. But That's funny. Now I really notice it every time it happens. I can't remember who did rating first. I don't even know if it anyone... Doesn't, it just it doesn't, doesn't matter. even matter, right? No. Okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Um, because I'd be curious to know who your boss is. Don't look at my notes. Oh, okay. Don't... I'm not... Like, for... I can't read your handwriting. I know from this that's far true. Anyway. And it, it says it says it says really dumb things. Anyway, matter of fact, earlier when I said that they're using real beer, yeah, I wrote in my notes that I think that's that's a real. I think that's real bear. <laughs> and I was kind of confused for a minute, but then I realized what I meant to write was beer. If there's one word I would expect you know how to I know, spell, it's, it's beer. beer. I know you'd think. <laughs> um, Rating, I'd give this thing a seven and a half. Okay. I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And there's a lot of foreshadowing and, and, and Tony and Angela moments that were great. Yeah. You know, comparing Eddie and, and uh, oh my gosh, what's her name? Emily. Emily. Yeah, yeah. Eddie and Emily. Um, you know, those were good moments there. So, and then like moments where like when they, when Eddie and Emily left and Tony and Angela had to kind of team up and figure right. out what's happening. Right, right. How are we going to handle this? So um, it was a good episode all the way around. Even the tag was good. Yeah, I gave it an eight. I okay, went I a almost little gave higher. it an eight. Mm, okay. <laughs> now I feel bad. No, don't feel bad. Um, because of the same reasons, like I had a lot of good Tony and Angela moments. I thought the comedy elements of them, like walking in on them and Angela's um, naive. I can never no, no, say no. that word. Her being naive. I can never say Naive. That. No, no. I. Oh. It's... I, never mind. So, yes. Her being naive. Her not understanding what they're doing. That kind of stuff. And then her playing around with the guys was really cute. So... Yeah, yeah. that was all good, too. And it was a complete story. You know, I feel like... Right. There wasn't something most, that was like, what happened with that? Like, right. the golf stuff. I mean, the Mona the, stuff kind of trails off. Like, Mona's just there. There's really no storyline. Yeah, with they just kind of mixed her anything, in. But, but it's, it's, hard, it's hard when you is. have all these characters to really have a lot of right. Like, you got to have Mona in every episode, and, right. but you can't necessarily have Mona have a storyline in every episode. So right. sometimes she gets Same treated the like kids. the kids, yeah. where yeah, they just sort of disappear for the rest of it. But yeah, no, I thought it was a good one. Who's the boss around here? Me or my mother? Or maybe it's you. Okay. So my boss for this episode is Emily. Oh. Yeah. And the reason is because um, she just like put the, I think she put this idea in Angela's head a bit and she saw what she wanted. She went after it. She didn't apologize for it, even though I think she's not a great friend. Right. Um, And then when she kind of had Angela thinking like, oh, this, you know. Maybe we would never really be able to work out. Right. She went back and grabbed the number. Right. Like, left. maybe, yeah. What, what, yeah. what the hell? What the yeah. hell? Yeah. And so, yeah, I went with Emily. Because I feel like, if anything, she maybe put a thought in their head a little bit that 
Hmm. People from opposite, I don't know, whatever, opposite worlds could collide. All right. Well, look at you, little miss, thinking outside the box. <laughs> I don't, uh, I have no boss, so I would not have ever thought to. I, you know, to me, it's one of the family members. Oh. So I have nobody. I don't, I could not. So wait, you were saying don't look at my page. Because, because I didn't I want you to see to... that I didn't have a boss. <laughs> meaning, I, meaning I gotcha. like. I don't know. I didn't want it to like skew your. I uh, see. I see. Okay. But then I'm thinking, who could it be? Who did you have? And actually, yours is really good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's funny because I thought, oh, you had something like way out of left field too because you didn't want me to see. Yeah, Pee Wee's the boss. Right. <laughs> Philly fingers. Yeah. After Pee Wee ate those quiches and the cucumber sandwiches, I knew he was the boss, and he what? had taken his Hawaiian shirt off. No. If, if Philly Finger's wife hadn't left him, then they wouldn't have had to play at Tony's house. That's true. Or Jonathan's the boss, because he's always giving Mona money. Right, and he owned the end. But I he mean, did, he was yeah. he was in about a minute and a I half of this episode. These so. poor kids had to show up that night, just put on two outfits. Not and even. Then, I think they had the same outfits. No, well, he, he maybe did. I don't think it's in the beginning, but Samantha oh, had right. the different outfit on at the beginning. Really? I thought she had this outfit on that was in the tag. No, remember when she's talking about how they're all disgusting? She's there for the part with the phone. Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. Okay. Sorry, this episode's but going on way too long. I'll stop talking. They, they show up on a Friday night. They're on yep. TV for about seven minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go home. I know, but that's how it was with yeah, kids, yeah. too. So it's probably a good thing. All right, so you can reach us at Who's the Boss Podcast on Instagram or on Twitter. We're Who's the Boss Pod One. I have been really bad about posting on Twitter. Sorry, I don't think anybody. Everybody forgets about Twitter. Most of the people who interact with us are on Instagram, and then we have a few people on Facebook. So those are the two that I've been focusing on. But I should get better. Um, I mean, if you go on Twitter, it's just. Twitter's going to be a bunch of people telling you how Who's the Boss sucks. <laughs> so just luckily, stay away from Twitter. Luckily, not enough people see our tweets to say that, but you're right once if anyone did. But I, I feel Twitter. like on Twitter, we probably have the best chance of like Tony or um, Alyssa retweeting something. So I really oh, okay. should focus Oh, yeah, that's on true. That. So we should focus Tony on Tony Danza has liked two of my tweets on Ooh. Twitter, but not retweeted. Um, okay. And then, or you can go to the Who's the Boss podcast page on Facebook. Or go to anchor.fm slash WTV podcast and leave us a message. Okay, so we don't have a song for the end. And this is already an hour and ten minutes. So we're just going to say goodnight. Goodbye. All right, goodnight. Thank you. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and tell all your friends. And give you a big pat on the back. Bye. I added some extra.